to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And we are going a unique direction today because as most of you know that listen to this podcast, we live inside of the real estate realm, the the, the, the mortgage realm. We're going to kind of tippy-toe to the <laughs> other side and, and we're going to get some fresh perspective from, from a different industry and, and just stay with me. I promise you, you're going to want to hear this because let me just say this, the guy that I'm about to introduce to you, he only has, he only has as of this moment, 436.9 thousand followers on TikTok only, right? No big deal. So like, go ahead, guys, start judging with your 18 followers on TikTok. This man the migraine doc, Dr. Brandon Brown. Brandon, dude, welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thank you. I, I, again, I always laugh. I feel like it's like, Hey, welcome. Hey man, thanks for inviting me. I, I constantly am like working on what do you do to like, it's like, Hey, uh, you know, you always try to figure out what you want to say there, but it's like, I, yeah. I really do appreciate this. You know, you and I have talked a little bit more recently and I, it's one of those people. It's like, I felt like I've known you forever. Yeah. I think we talked yeah. about that the other day. So yeah. I appreciate it. So what you should have said is, do you realize Kyle that you just started and ended a sentence with dude and bro? I mean, because dude, that's what go. I did. Because that's what I did. I said, dude, let's go, bro. And, and now you what? came up with your first, what now you came up with your first merch line for this, <laughs> for this podcast. You're like, Hey, oh. our, your shirts are just a microphone and they say, dude, bro. And you're good to dude, go, dude, bro. Killing it, <laughs> dude. You're such a, you're such a marketing genius. So you are, you know, you, 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 you're kind of like Batman and, you know, Bruce Wayne, like during the day, you're, you're a, a chiropractor. And then at night you morph into this social media elite where you give people migraine advice and, you know, you, you entertain which, mm-hmm. which is great, but bro, just take us back. Like I want to, I want the listeners to understand like the start to the journey of how you woke up this morning with almost 440,000 TikTok followers. I mean, yes, that is quite a journey. I think it's funny that you say like the, the Batman where it's like by day and by night, anyone that listens to this, cause I'm sure you have a ton of people that are running their own businesses. They would consider yeah. themselves, you know, entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or however you look at it, it's, you know, it's all things at all times, no matter what it is. So it's one moment I'm doing this, the next moment I'm jumping on a podcast real quick. The next moment I'm here, it's literally, we're just doing this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing, and we're going back and forth. And so, yeah, it's all things at all times, but it, it all started. I mean, listen, you graduate school and listen for me as a doctor, it's like, there's no, there's no like lead up time. It's like, congratulations. You're now a doctor. People's expectations are that, you know, everything you are super successful and you're crushing it. And I'm like, wow. Okay. And I'm super young. I don't know a whole lot. I'm leaning more on the fact that I have a team of doctors around me. So I'm a part of what's called the specific chiropractic centers. Uh, we have 13 offices all across the United States. We're definitely in a growth phase. We're actually getting ready to bring on our first associate doc and we're nice. always expanding. But for me, it was like, that was the thing that first set me up for success was having a team, having people around me to help keep me grounded. Because in the beginning, if you've ever seen those memes of like the day in the life of an entrepreneur of like, things are going great. Oh crap. It's yeah. literally just like, oh yeah, oh no, I screwed up everything. Oh man, it's going so good. Oh no, this is the end of the world. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make it. Like literally that is the 10 times a day. day. Yes, that is the day in life of someone that runs their own business and is in charge of 
everything. And so in the beginning, you know, I have always known that being a presence on social media, having a presence, being able to stay top of mind with people where at least when the moment comes up that they need you, they're like, you want to be the person that they think of. You want to be that guy. So for me in the beginning, I'm like, nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows what I'm about. And I'm not even sure that I know. Yeah. So I was very much digging into who am I? What do I stand for? What do I want to help people with? Who are my favorite people to serve? Like I'm still learning all this. Like in our, in our process, we have what's called a red velvet rope policy. And so it's, you show up to a club and it's like, there's a red velvet rope and that determines who can come in and who doesn't get to come in. And so now, fortunately, I'm at a place in my business where I can control who comes in and who doesn't come in. But in the beginning, we always say the red velvet rope is on the ground. Everyone can walk in. Yeah. Everyone can step <laughs> over it. There are no limitations. You're not kicked out. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's like, listen, if you're there, you come on in. That's a part yeah. of the process. So for us, it was definitely one of those things that I started out there and I knew that getting into social media, which at the time, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff is super important. But we, you know, you just keep trying to hone it in. And I remember, you know, my first five or six patients, I really focused on helping them with sleep. Like I probably almost became the sleep doc. Like I I knew I wanted to kind of, my coach was always like, Hey, don't niche down too far. But I was like, I, I need some sort of niche. I need something so that I don't confuse people. You know, yeah. I, I, I say in my profession, and again, I'm sure you tell people when you're working with them, like, the worst thing that you can do is confuse someone when it comes to what it is that you do. And unfortunately in my profession, Hey, who do you work with? We work with anyone with a spine that just doesn't make any sense to anyone. It's like, well, I know lots of people with a spine, but like, okay, what does that matter? Like, what are you doing? It's like, Oh man, we do this. Like, and then sometimes they go into everything. They're like, we can do this and this and this, we could get rid of this. You know, they give all the things and you're like, yeah, it's overwhelming. I want them to know this is what I do. I'm really good at it. You know, there's not that many people out there that can work on this. And we have a system and a process that helps you get the results that you're looking for. So I remember my first year, I had two migraine patients. Both of them had had migraines for about 20 years. And they had kind of run the same route that most people do. They start out, man, they have migraines. They're not sure if they're migraines or headaches. They're young. They're not really sure. It's, it's not really studied. It's not that well known. They start taking some over the counter, this over the counter stuff, maybe ibuprofen, maybe Tylenol. Then they start going to the doctor. They get some of these tests, scans done. They all come back clear or normal when obviously they know that that's not the case for them. They don't feel normal. Then they start getting put on stronger stuff. They get, you know, blood pressure medication or anti-seizure medication, and then maybe eventually some migraine medication that really wow. starts playing with their body's physiology and sure. just cr- creating a whole lot of other side effects from what we already have. And migraine is bad enough as it is. And so for me, they came in and, you know, Angie is the story that I always love to tell. She was the most skeptical person ever coming in. Her story is actually over on my Facebook page. I pin it up there. She's, I talk about her all the time. Angie literally like read everything that I've ever posted ever. She knew everything I talked about when she came in for her first visit. I'm like, so this is functional nervous system testing that we use. And she's like, oh yeah, I know all about that. I'm like, nobody knows about this. How do you know about it? And she was like, I read everything with you because I did not want to waste my time before I came in to work with you. Because I've seen every specialist out there. I've been to every doctor. I've tried all this stuff. It was all a waste of time. And I just want to be a mom. I want to take care of my kids. And this is literally stealing my life away from me. A friend of mine said that, you know what it is that you're doing. I read every single thing that you posted about, and this is why I'm here. I wouldn't be in here if I didn't believe that there was something here that you might be able to help with. Love and that. so I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, no pressure there. All right. Yeah. Cool. Gosh, no so doubt. <laughs> I just take her through our initial process. And I remember dude, it was crazy after her first visit, and this has been six, seven years now. She's had one migraine since then, but after her first visit, she went like nine months of no migraine, which is insane because her life was basically a migraine every day. She would have one every three days and they would last for three days. So it was this constant wave of like, she was having them all the time. She comes in, we go through the process, we figure out what it is that's going on. I, I take care of her and she's like, oh my gosh. And she always joked that I had like a voodoo doll that I was doing stuff. She's like, you know, whatever this is voodoo magic is that you're doing. She's (laughs) like, I'm all about it. And then Anka and another one of my first migraine patients, both of them, migraines for like 15 plus years, started working with them, migraine free. And it was fun for me. I was like, this is 
fun. Like I think a lot of times, especially for your listeners, you want to do what you think everyone else does, or you want to go into this thing because people are successful or it'll make you more money or it'll be easier. And it's like, yeah, but is it really what you want to do? Like I, I know that this message is out there everywhere, but it's like, we're in such a day and age. Again, you are a true testament of that. Do what it is that you feel like you are called to do to be able to help people, to serve people. And you are going to love doing that every single day. It doesn't mean that it's always perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't have down moments, but I just remember being so excited and I was like, this is awesome. And so I just started to do more research on migraine and learn about the people, what they struggle with, what their life is like, what options they get. And man, they don't have a lot of options out there. So for me, uh, I had a patient, he kind of called me out one time. I'll never remember. I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, one of my patients, AJ, he coached people and he was like, he goes, man, you're, I don't know if I can cuss on this. Is that a, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't know. He goes, and I, I just got to tell you, he goes, you're confusing as shit to people. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, <laughs> you just, you talk about too many things. You don't tell people exactly what it is that you can do and how you can help them. And it confuses oh, them and gosh. it's, and it's setting you up short. And I was like, okay. And he's like, dude, if you could only help with one thing, what would it be? And I'm like, dude, it's migraine. Like I love working with those people. And he goes, then do that. So I started shifting all my Facebook posts, all my stuff on Instagram. Everything was about it. I had a lady that she sends me patients all the time that we were networking with. And she was like, man, I wish I would have known about you years ago. Like I used to struggle with these. I've now gotten them under control. I'm much better. She's like, but you're kind of like the migraine whisperer. And she would tell everyone. So the migraine whisperer was kind of the first nickname that I got. And I was like, I'm, I see these other people that really do their marketing and branding, which is another thing that I love learning about, like learning about how you create a brand, whether it's, you know, the color of your branding, certain things that you wear, whatever it is, there's so many things that you can subtly implant into your videos and into what you're doing that control your brand that make people think of you. Like I'm constantly thought of because I almost always have AirPods in when I'm recording a video and I have people mention that they're like, Oh yeah. And it's so random to me, but I'm like, okay, that's become a part of my brand. Yeah. I have colors that I like to wear. Yeah. And so I'm the hat guy. Yeah. I dude, one of your hats the other day, they're sold out, but I couldn't get them. The, the six hats, that black one with the white rope across the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your video and I zoomed in and I was like, I looked it up. They're sold out right now, but I was like, I'm going to have to get one. Probably because of me. Cause I'm so probably, you know, I mean, listen, you're such an influencer right now. It's one of those (laughs) things that's when people tell that to me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it feels, (laughs) well, you truly are, you know, I don't have, I don't have the following that you have. So if one of us carries that word, it's you, my friend, it's, not me. It's quite interesting. I never expected. Like, remind me, I'll tell you about some of the crazy things that have happened because of TikTok that I never expected. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things I would share with your audience is once you pick to some, once you pick something, like don't be afraid to pick it. Don't be afraid to adjust, but yeah. you have to give it time. You cannot right. give up on it. It can't be 30 days. 90 days. It can't even really be six months. It needs to probably be a year to three year commitment. And if you're not noticing any traction, then we might need to shift. But I noticed some traction like right off the bat. And then about six months in, I was like, I think I screwed up. I think I niched my down myself down too much. Wow. You know, the, the it feels like the well's a little bit dry here. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I almost quit doing that. And I was like, no, I know I'm onto something here. So I just kept working it. And you know, it was going okay. And I remember in November of 2019, I had a lot of people that year asking me, Hey, cause my team kind of looks at me as a social media guy and they're like, Hey, are you getting TikTok?" And I like everyone else was like, no, there's a bunch of kids on that. Like I'm not doing that. And what you have to realize is as the pandemic was coming on and what you have to just realize what happens in social norms is kids are the early adopters of everything. They learn about it. They create the hype behind it. Then moms go, why is my kid on this all the time? I'm going to check it out Mm -hmm. and learn what it's about, which is my ideal client. And then you have to go, that's where it starts to expand. Then everyone gets on it. Then it's not cool anymore. And then the kids are on to the next thing and it becomes Facebook. And you literally, yes. And you run this cycle. So it's fun to see that there are some people starting to get in early on TikTok. Yeah. But that was really where it started. And I, I just remember studying at first. Like I always hop in and I'm like, study, just learn what the environment is like. It's like going into someone's house, learn what the thermostat is like in there, learn what they're about. Am I allowed to wear my yeah. shoes in this house? I don't. 
oh, we don't do those things here. We like, you have to learn that you can't just go, all right, I'm here. Where are all my followers? Which I also sort of did. I saw videos get millions of views. And I'm like, this, this app is absurd. So I, I worked, dude, I posted like three to five videos a day for like months, just going and going. But the reason I knew it was going to work was a friend of mine, um, Scott, who runs a business called Etches, they do like all of our gifts and everything. Um, they do like all this engraving and personalization with like lasers. And so he has all yeah. these cool videos. And I said, dude, take one of your videos engraving something, put this song over it, use these hashtags and post it. And his first video ever on TikTok got 1.2 million views. Oh, and he got like, gosh. he got like 10,000 followers. And I was like, there's something here. I haven't hit it For yet, real. but there's definitely yeah. something here. So, you know, I jump on, I get the at the migraine doc handle because I want that for my brand. I'm posting all this stuff. I'm doing the trends. I'm learning how you put text on the screen. And I remember, dude, I, I worked my butt off in January 1st. I woke up that morning and I had 5,000 followers. And I just remember being like, oh, I flipping made it like 5,000. That was so legit. I was yeah. so pumped. I think that was probably that and 100K were two of my biggest like, wow, we, we actually did it. And I remember... January, that was like right before we had peak of COVID and everything going on. It was just, it was like, okay, we're starting to get some traction here. I got people asking, how could they work with me? How can they do this? So I'm like, wow, we're getting somewhere. And at March, like peak of COVID, I had a family fly their daughter out from Alaska. It was the first patients that I ever Whoa. got from TikTok. They flew their family from Alaska, peak of COVID, very beginning when we didn't know what was going on to bring her down to search me out for my expertise. And I was like, whoa. Because when you do what I do, you can only work with people locally. We can only run an ad campaign sure. locally. We can right, only right. work with your chamber. We can only work with your neighborhood. I had people flying from all over. Now, I want to get a map up in the office because we've had people come from all over. Like I haven't had outside of the United States yet. But dude, we've got patients all over the United States that come out here. I've wow. sent patients to countless offices all over the... Like, you know, one of the things I'd... My coach, my coach's coach, they always say like, set a really big goal. Like what's the, what's the craziest goal that you can set? And I had it at a million and now I've changed it to 5 million of, I want to impact the lives of 5 million people who struggle with migraine. It's, there's a billion people that struggle with it worldwide. If I can impact 5 million, like that's a lot, but it's also yeah, such man. a small percentage of those people. And I'm like, TikTok has allowed me the ability to do that. It's also created all these other verticals and options that I created in my office that I never even expected. But it just, I think I told you, it slowly took off and was carrying up. And me and my buddy Scott were having this race to see who was going to get to 100K first. And then July 3rd is the day that will live forever for me. And I will never forget that day. Um, July 3rd, 2020. So this is, we're, we're, seven months in now, whatever that is. Yeah. And like a little bit more. And I'm getting ready to drive to Oklahoma to go spend time with my family for 4th of July. I go in to see patients in the morning. I throw my phone on the door. Like literally my door has one of those handles on it. And I always set my phone on it. I do the thing and I shoot it in my like front room of my office. And I do this like shoulder shimmy trend. That was like a thing. It takes me no time at all. This was literally like a less than five minutes. And it was like the text on it was like when you're scrolling TikTok and you finally find a migraine doctor. And I post it up. We load up the car and we're driving to Tulsa. And my phone is going nuts. And I'm like, what is going on here? The video is at 24,000 views. It's at 100,000 views. Whoa. It's at 300. And I'm talking, this is like, it's going crazy. I'm checking my email. I've got... 15 requests for people who want an appointment. I've got 30. Yeah. I've got 60. I think that month we ended up having like 97 people that reached out that wanted to schedule an appointment with us. The next month was one of our biggest months in our office ever. I got lucky. I had literally just hired someone. Fortunately, she was there to help me because that sure. we had to create a whole process for that. But wow. it was like that video, I think ended up getting like 3 million views somewhere in there. And I hit a hundred K that day. I went from like 60 K to a hundred K in that day. And I was like, I was sold. I was like, TikTok is the thing. It's the jam. Everyone's got to be on it. I mean, you know, we talked last week and I was yeah. like, dude, you got to be on TikTok. And I, I've post every day on TikTok since you and I had our call. I've been following your stuff and I've been engaging. Um, I try to always help people out. And I just decided I'm going to do a TikTok every day for now it's until forever. 
I'm going to challenge know? you to up that to three. Ugh, I don't know. I know. I you can do it. Dude, you can I, do a trend in less than a couple minutes, I promise you. Yeah, I know I can. It just doesn't sound fun to me. Um, but less about me. Let, let's make this not about me. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, but I always love to make it about people. I'm just saying for you to make the impact that I know you want to make. Sure. This is the time that we want to be grabbing up that real estate. And this is sure. really the time. This is early Instagram when people are just getting people left and right. This is the time that we want to cash in because later you'll start doing it and you're like, dang, I should have done it sooner. I know. Like, that's so, what I always tell people. Okay. So let, let's dive into that, right? Because you said earlier, you just said it very flippantly and I had always intended to go back. When you started, you're posting three to five times a day. You just challenged me who just said I'm doing it once a day to go to three times a day. And so I mean, when you're doing, most people don't do a video a week. Mm-hmm. And so now we're about to talk about what does it look like to do 15 videos a week? When we're talking about picking, like, how do you, how do you kind of pick trends? How do you look for those things? How do you, how do you take like a worldwide trend, but kind of tailor it to like the migraine doc or the social media guy or the realtor, the lender, like kind of talk us through like your process for that. So the first thing that I would say for anyone, and this has got to be the rule for anything, again, you may enjoy what you're doing. You may like where you're at. I'm not here to shake up your world for where you're at. You like where you're at. You like the money that you're making. You like the time that you're spending with your family. That's cool. But how big of an impact do you want to make? Like literally just subconsciously, how big of an impact do you want to make? Like, I'm not okay making like a little, like a little dent, like, oh, I did that. Like, I want to make a big impact, especially yeah. when it comes to the people who I serve. No one is out there ruffling feathers and saying things and being willing to take on some of the hate that you get. But I want to do it because I've literally watched it change people's lives in here all the time. And I'm like, there's another Angie out there. There's another Ankit. There's another Kyle. There's another person out there whose wife, whose sister, somebody who needs that. So for me, that's always subconsciously in my head. Now, do I record those every single day? No, I kind of do mine and I get into a spot where I'm recording content. The easiest way to do it is, first of all, you have to realize with whatever you do, you're absolutely the best at that your way. And you have the ability, you have knowledge that other people don't have that you undervalue. I would take Kyle's knowledge and put it here. Kyle himself puts it to himself here because he's like, yeah, but I already know all that. But you don't right. understand that most people don't know that. Everyone is walking around, living yeah. in their own world, doing their own thing. They're not thinking about you all the time. You're thinking about you all the time. You're right. thinking about your business all the time. Yeah. But what you want to do is this is what I do. I want to stay top of mind. Anytime you ever need me, I'm right here. Remember me? I'm right here. Remember me? I'm right here. Oh my gosh, my friend's sister said that she has these. Can I send her your way? Absolutely, you can. So it... It grows from there, but the way that you do it is, again, you actually, I would say, do the hardest form of content that it's hard for me to get people to do because I've got a course. I walk people through this stuff. I coach people on it all the time. Getting them to actually get in front of the camera, record stuff, use their voice, share their message, it's the hardest thing. Getting them to do trends and stuff, they'll jump all over it, but I'm like, they don't really get to know you or relate to you if you only do it. But you have to bring that stuff in because it's what gets the energy. It's what TikTok will push. And then what you do is you start building an audience. What we're trying to do is build a community. We're not just going for views. We're not just going for followers. We're not just going for likes. We want to build a community. You want to build a place where people want to come hang out. You want to create this. And then you want to make sure that you culture and take care of them. You interact with them. You respond to their comments. So again, you can take one trend. You can split test that in three different views. So I could record it sitting here. I could go up somewhere. I could do it walking and holding the phone in a different area. And I can post, that's three videos right there. I could take one trend. I can put text on the screen. I can change what the words say. And what you have to do is share the message that you already share all the time over and over. The beauty is, is you have something that you tell people all the time. Like I want people to know that there's a solution out there for them when it comes to migraine. That doesn't require them to have to take more medications or get a surgery or get injections. And here's how we do that. TikTok goes, here's a trend. And I say, here's my message plugged into that trend. And they go, here's a trend. And I say, here's my message plugged into that trend. And I keep doing that over and over. So TikTok is actually working in your favor because they want more people on the app. 
there's going to be something that becomes a trending topic. And then what you are going to do is either talk about that messaging that you share, or you're going to poke at a hot button that gets your audience to engage. See, I, I try to obsessively know everything about my audience. I know what things they love, what things they hate, what things they appreciate in a doctor, what things they can't stand in a doctor, um, how many kids they have, like all these crazy weird things. Like I tend to know a bunch of that stuff about them. I know what their experiences are like when they go to someone that they don't like. I know what they would prefer. And I speak to that. Isn't it frustrating when you go to a doctor and they never listen to you and you feel like you're ignored? You talk to their back the whole time and then you leave with another medication and they're like, oh my gosh, I flip and hate that. Don't you hate? And so I do that. Wouldn't it be nice if you could find this? And I, you just play with their Mm. emotions, but in a positive way that gets them to interact and engage. You talk about stuff that they talk about. This goofy date piercing thing that they always want to talk about. I'll talk about it. Um, trips, so, drinking so tr- water. So, like for the TikTok trend side, <coughs> am am I to just like go? Like I've got it open on my phone right now. So, like, am I just going to the Discover page and like so, literally looking for a trend that kind of resonates with me, or is or is there a different way to do it? You can do that. So on the discovery page, they're going to have like hashtags that are very popular. And those are typically going to have sounds that are popular. So on TikTok, TikTok's algorithm is really built around uh, a few things. The number one metric that no one talks about when it comes to TikTok. And honestly, the number one metric on like YouTube and a lot of things is watch time. Everyone's like, how many followers, likes, all that stuff is trumped by watch time. If I can get over 70%, watch time on a TikTok, that thing's going to go nuts. Um, so the shorter they are, typically the better, but you don't only have to do that. So going through the discovery page, you can do that. What I tend to recommend is just set. And again, if you're worried about getting lost in it, like I get it. I've seen the impact that it can make. So I will spend time studying it. I'll just go in there and I'll scroll for a little while. It's okay. You're going to do it anyway. You might as well leverage that time to go. I'm Yes, you're getting entertainment, you're laughing, this stuff's funny. Sure. It's not yeah. always business, but I'm learning. And if I start to see a sound pop up or a filter or, or a song or whatever it is, I will start to use that. I will, like for you, your videos where you're talking, you need to upload those, then you need to go to add sound. You need to add a sound from the TikTok viral list. Then you go to volume, you can turn the volume almost all the way down or all the way down. But what happens is your video is now plugged into that audio. And TikTok will push that stuff out more because that is a viral audio sound on TikTok. Okay, now. So there's a lot of little tricks and things that you can do. So for you, again, you do the easiest stuff. Those trends, dude, I'm telling you, you can record one of those in a few seconds. And like your video the other day about this is what most of you are doing with your social media and flushing it down the toilet. Dude, that's so easy to do with a lot of trends. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're a realtor, but you only talk about this, like, you know, kind of how to poke at their stuff that they're, that they're worried about yeah. or secure about or concerned about. And also the things that they want to be able to do. So it's like, you know, when a guy stands out in front of a house, takes a selfie as he walks through a tour of a place and it's like, Oh, check out this cool house. It's like, bro, what? Like there are people who literally will do really cool tours and some really cool stuff on real estate. TikTok goes nuts. Look what you can get for half a million dollars right. in Waco, Texas, like those types of things. And then show people the house and do all this. Like that yeah. stuff will drive engagement. It gets people talking. You can put a song over it. You can put text on the screen. So it gets like, it grabs their attention. There's a lot of stuff that you could do, but I always say, just watch out for trends or I could just make it really easy on you. You could just go follow my page on TikTok and you can watch whatever <laughs> I post and you can literally just take it and put your stuff in there because i I'm going to always try to stay on top of whatever trends are happening. That's so you can just watch and go, Oh, there must be a trend there. Like I, yeah. I tell other people in my course, Hey, just watch what it is that I'm doing. If you're lost that day, you don't know what it is to post, figure that out. And then there do the multitude of ways that you could do TikToks. Like if you'll start to build your, your audience, then what you can do is create what I call the TikTok wormhole because mm-hmm. people will comment you can make a video replying to that comment. Right. Let's say somebody loved that video. Dude, I did this the other day. I did this tip where I was talking about helping to drain your ears. And I was like, hey, I talked to a patient about this earlier. I want to tell you guys, you could do this thing where it helps drain your ears. And all these people were commenting that it was amazing. 
So I would reply with their video with a TikTok trending sound and be like, you need to go check this out. And like, you're welcome. Check it out. I did like six or seven of those. One of them I recorded sitting in my Bronco. It took me six seconds. I uploaded that sucker. It got 110,000 views and it drove up the other video even more to where it's closer to like uh... 300, 400,000 views. And I did like five or six of those videos taking people back because you watch the video, you click the the comment, it takes you to the next video and it's like YouTube. I've now sucked you into the wormhole of my videos and you're like, oh, you're kind of lost in my profile and you're searching through and you're watching things. So there's so crazy, man. There's no one right way. There are so many opportunities. Again, this is why I talk about this stuff all the time because I know the impact that it can make on somebody in their business. Like this, this allowed me to keep my business open and actually growing during COVID. And it yeah. allowed me to let my wife be a stay at home mom. Like that's yeah, all she huge. ever wanted. It, yeah. it was huge. There's, I, I can't say, I can't speak highly enough on it because for me, it literally changed my life. And now it's changed the lives of other people. And, and like I told you, just to get into a couple things. So stuff that I never expected from TikTok, I, um, I have a really, really massive podcast opportunity that's going to be coming up because of a friend of mine. Oh, I immediately yeah. was the first person that they thought of for this. This is like, there's going to be a really big push behind this that I'm just fortunate enough that they're like, you have an audience and you're willing to get in front of video. We would like for you to be on this. A friend of mine is the one who got the opportunity and she was like, I needed a guest host. I thought of you immediately. And I'm like, wow. dude, you're just putting in the work. You don't realize that there's somebody out there right. looking for what it oh, is yeah. that you do. Oh yeah. I, I had a doctor that was down in Houston that she's a chiropractor. She's taking care of patients. She's kind of burnt out on it. She's not loving the results that she's getting. And she herself struggled with migraine, but she didn't find me on TikTok. Her sister found me on TikTok and sent her one of my videos. Wow. The shareability of TikTok is amazing. And TikTok has this subconscious thing where you see a video, you think of someone and you go, I want to send that person this tap video. My wife send sends Kyle. me in a day. See? And yeah. it's like a thing. Me and my wife send each other ones all the time that make us laugh. Like the shareability, TikTok has crushed it with the ability to throw yeah. their stuff everywhere. Like Instagram's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be sharing our stuff everywhere. And TikTok's like, you want to put that on a story? You want to throw it up over there? You want to put it on Facebook? You yeah. want to LinkedIn that sucker? You want to whatever? Do it. We're more than happy. Like share it about wherever you want to, because they're going to put their watermark on it. They're going to have all that and it's right. going to continue to promote them. So yep. uh, sister shares the doc. She reaches out. She actually comes to one of our seminars to learn about the work that we do and becomes a doc within our technique to help more people. So I'm like, now more people are going to get the type of service that we provide because I was making TikToks. I'm like, what? Incredible. Like, that's absurd. Um, the girl that's coming to work for me, that's going to be an associate doc. I honestly think I'm, I wanted to be the cool trendy guy. You go see all these old school chiropractors that are going to make you do a screening yeah. and shake your spine at people at Walmart. They're like, nah, I want to go work for the guy that's making videos on TikTok and getting a lot of views and growing right. his business that way. So for me, it's like, look what that was able to do. Um, and I'm, I'm always forgetting there literally I'm getting ready to partner with some companies that are, that have products that are non-invasive, um, you know, not around having to take another medication that are specifically made for migraine patients that I'm like, Hey, I've got a whole group of people over here yeah. that if you'll work with me, I will be able to push this to them. I get to support them. So I've got a couple of companies that I'm getting ready to work with for my first like influencer whatever deal. I'm like, I so never, cool. that was never the plan. Right. I've got a community on Facebook of over 2000 people because of this. I got an email list. That's crazy because of this. I've got, uh, I literally just started a thing where people can work with me from a distance. I'm doing it for like a six month and a 12 month commitment. And I'm going to take them through all the stuff that I talk about because I know it'll literally change their life. So yeah. I created all these other business verticals and ways that I can take and support my family, but also be able to help people because of this goofy app. And let me also just say, because I know what people are thinking subconsciously, you don't have to dance. I post <laughs> dance videos because I secretly like to dance. It was uh, one of those things where I'm like, nobody really knows and you don't want people to know. But then you find out you're like, I didn't know. You nobody, you do not have to dance. Nobody wants to watch this fat dude dance. I'll tell you that right now. They do though. I'm telling you, if you not did like, some, right if you reasons. made it funny, but if you made it funny, I'm <laughs> because, telling you, there's a way here's, here's, here's what's crazy. Brandon is, I told my wife, this was last year sometime, like there's a channel 
I don't know the dude's name and I'm glad I can't remember because he does not deserve to be to be talked about on this episode. But he's a big guy Uh that lays on his back. You've probably come across one of his videos. He lays on his back with his shirt off and he puts something in his belly button. And then he holds his belly button like he holds his belly like this and thrusts his belly towards his mouth and catches the thing in his mouth. I've never seen these. <laughs> Dude, this guy has like 2 million views or 2 million followers. And I looked yep. at my wife. I said, honey, I have a belly too. I could do that. I'm more attractive than this guy. I could, I could degrade myself and just simply be a view whore and, and just go for that. Like I could do that. Yep. You could. But and there's tons of opportunities in that realm. And, yep. um, and, and I think it's, I think it's those types of like parody type accounts that kind of keep the professionals like us kind of at arm's length because I don't want to be portrayed in that light. But I also know I make freaking good content, but you do. There's things that aren't dialed up yet that are keeping me from maximizing the reach and I've got to just go, okay, fine. Like I'll, I'll do it. I'll do some of the trends and you know, like, and I, so I think like, this is just like the real life example, like in the middle of an episode of like where my personal struggle is. Right. And it's where I know everybody else's is, but their but I think additional it's struggle is they're not even willing to do video at all. You yeah. Know? You're subconsciously thinking about your audience, which again, you'll start to see that there's levels of like, when you worry about this, like, trust me, there's times where I'm like, this video is dumb. And guess what? I posted it and it worked way better than the one that I was overly confident about. Of course. And you know how that stuff works. The thing that I would say with that is you are always going to grow your audience, get the best engagement and go where you're supposed to go. When you are your true authentic self and everyone has a silly, funny, something goofy, whatever it is thing that you're like, people don't know about you. And it's like, man, if I share that, people are going to think I'm weird. And it's like, no, they're not. They're going to realize that you're a human being just like everyone else. That's my thing too, is I try to like personalize it a little bit. Like I think doctors are like, I'm a doctor and you should respect me and you should always treat me as such. And you should always do this. And it's like, yeah, I want to be respected just as much as the other person, but I'm not going to take myself too seriously. Sure. And I'm willing to go in and have fun, but I'm willing to do it in a way for me. Like I, I wouldn't put something in my belly and do all that. Like, trust me, there, <laughs> there are times where there's a trend and I'm like, man, that would be funny. And I tell my wife and she's like, you right. can't do that. And I'm like, I would right. not do that. It yeah. doesn't fit into what I'm trying to do. We could post it on your page and make it funny. I might, actually, do this. I might do some of them. If like, there was a way for no one to ever know that it was me. See now that there is a way that you, you marshmallow it, the DJ where you're literally like, no one knows that it's you, but there's got to be some. It would just, there's got to be like some trade off there. It would come out. Somebody would find out. And what you out. should actually do, I think this is a brilliant idea, is you should get yourself a disguise that's so terrible. It's like this, it's like the <laughs> Superman disguise. Like his glasses are off and they're like, who is that? Like you <laughs> should just have this really <laughs> bad, like red eye thing and you put it on and you still wear your hat and you still are in your spot and you're like, hey, it's superhero, whatever, like literally it's just this persona that you create and then it's like, I'm here to tell you like what really works. And then you could, you could actually play both characters. You're like, Hey, what's up guys. I'm coach Kyle. And you say all the stuff that everyone already says that's like reiterated. And then you come in with the superhero and you're like, Hey, don't worry guys. I knocked him out of here. He's not here anymore. I'm going to give you guys the real, like, these are things that you can do. Like, the, I need the ability I need a team to be creative writers. is endless. That's what I think I need. Bro, I'm here. I, this is You're what I do. Here. Sit down with me for an hour, and I guarantee you with anyone, I could give you more ideas than you'll even know what to do. Okay. I am fortunate that this is how my brain works. So part of why this works I for me it. is my brain works in this way, and it's why I help people in a lot of other different verticals because they're like, well, I'm not a chiropractor. I'm like, yeah, but all I need to know is who you serve, what the messaging is. Like, give me some of the core details that I know that you know. Let me put it in the cog and spin it around a little bit. And then, boom, I'll shoot out like 10 ideas that I could give you. Do this. Start talking about this. Stay really focused here. Do these types of videos. Uh, create a series here that you sprinkle into whatever it is that you do. Hop on some trends. 
do some of these things, keep it consistent, and that audience will start to grow. So with all of that being said, tell everybody about your online TikTok course that you created. Yeah, so we, I'm a part of a group of service providers. It's called the Black Diamond Club. Uh, my coach is Sean Malisi started it. And um, in that group is where, again, I, all the stuff that I'm sharing with you, I learned in this. So don't think I'm like some genius. that's like, wow, this kid, like, I, I'm not going to sell myself short, but it's like, I learned a ton from them. And so they've got a group of about 600 service professionals in there and I, of course, in most things become the social media guy and I became the TikTok guy and everyone wants to be on it, but nobody knows how. So I put together a course um, that we created. We just actually recently launched it. We had our first group of about 15 people go through it. Uh, Some of those people are going through. I've kind of incentivized people. Hey, if you'll get through the first four modules, I will sit down and do a one-on-one with you. I'll walk you through what's going well, what's not. We'll kind of... We'll kind of just sit down and sort of onboard you, but kind of just do a look at your profile, look at your bio, look at your picture, look at your username. Like there, I get it. There's a lot that goes in there. Like I, this podcast could be four hours and we could, I could dive into all that stuff because fortunately for me, I've tested out, I played around with it. There's a lot that's in there, Um, but it's a seven module course. It is mostly what we would call like an evergreen. Like a lot of that stuff is like in there. It's good base stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a bonus section where like literally I just recorded a video about the YouTube wormhole where I'm like, hey, I got this new idea. I'm testing it out. Get a video, take one that's popular, reply to comments and keep people in this loophole that keeps them diving into your videos and they're going to get lost on your page. And that's what you want. And if you can do a video that links to a video that links to a video, there are people that already do this on TikTok and I was just studying some other people and I'm like, Ooh, there's, there's something here. There's little, you know, tips and secrets. So for me, the bonus section was I'm always learning and TikTok is a social media app. They're going to change. They're going to do updates. They're going to change the way something's done. Like they just added stories. That's like a new feature and they're slowly rolling that out to people, which is like a whole new thing. So it's like, now I got to start implementing it. I got to learn about it. And then I have to make a video to teach them what it is in order to get that going. But it's a, it's a course that we just launched. Um, we haven't necessarily made it open to the public. So again, if it's something that people are curious about, you can always reach out. I'd be more than willing to talk like we're okay. in, you know, works with that. And again, you and I can even talk about, Hey, is there a way that we can figure out, you know, cause we're still learning with it. So I need more people to be able to test it out and to improve it. So we're yeah. willing to kind of give people like an initial special offering, get it at a discount because you know, Kyle, just to kind of help promote that and be able to help people. Like, again, obviously I put a ton of time into this, but I know for me, the value of what the course is to what it will be able to bring you is exponential because it's a TikTok course, but I teach you how to take one video from TikTok. I show you how you can capture it off of TikTok without any watermarks. And then now that's a YouTube, that's a Instagram reel. That's a YouTube short. That's a LinkedIn post. That's a story. Like yeah. now I've created you like six or seven. You can put it in an email. You can put it up on Facebook. Like right. now I've yep. created this, which again, you can make it a Facebook business reel, which is different from an Instagram reel, which I just recently learned. So now we've created seven pieces of content from one piece of content, which is okay right. to share because yeah. not everyone's seeing them. So now if I'm creating three videos, we're getting exponential. Now we've got 21 pieces of content. Now we're starting to see where this stuff gets Huge, a little man. bit easier because it's like, I start here and then I go here and then you start to go, oh, wow, I can do this with this effort knowing that basically all you're doing is leveraging these algorithms. They want right. more watch time, more people on there. You want to provide value and be able to help them. So it allows you to be able to leverage that to work in your favor and to not stress yourself out. Because trust me, I've got a wife and kids at home. I don't just want to be doing this all the time. Sure. I realize we're in a we're in a phase right now for probably about a, maybe another 18 months to two years where we're still going to be able to grab up a ton of real estate yeah. on TikTok. Well, you so, can get 20 to 30,000 to 50,000 followers pretty easy just staying consistent with what you're doing and building an audience that way. Like it's well, crazy. Like I know here, where I'm at. People are like, how do I do it? Here's what I want to do because I, you know, I, I really, fancy myself as the social media coach that's never asked someone to do something that I haven't already done, right? There's tons of people out there that can technically coach to the theories, 
that can coach, coach, right? Like you just take what other people say and then just regurgitate yeah. it as yourself. But I'm a huge fan of, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I haven't done. And so what I would love to do is I want to go, I want to go, I'll, I'm, I'll go hard, I'll, harder, right? I'm already doing a TikTok a day right now. I'll go harder from this episode and ramp up to three videos a day on TikTok. And uh, I'm going to use your tutelage and help and yep. mentorship. And uh, man, I want to come back in like 90 days and do another episode. Perfect. And just talk and about I'm gonna, what we're learning. And I'm going to open up my course to you. I want you to dive into it. I want you to go okay. through it, pick it apart, do all that stuff so that you can learn. Because again, I know how exponential this goes. I know how this yeah. makes a greater impact to your community and how it grows. So it's like, I know for you, it's going to help you make a greater impact, which I love. And then also it's going to help your audience do the yeah. same thing. So I love the, you guys watching this, you get to hold us accountable and go, Hey, Kyle, where's that podcast at? Hey bro, how's this stuff going yep. here? Like you get to hold us accountable to this. And then we get to go, Hey, I told you this stuff works and I've watched it. That's why for me, again, yeah. doing it, but I love what you're saying because a lot of times I hear that all the time. It's the the guru from the stage that you're like, does that guy even do that stuff anymore? And wow. Kyle's sitting here going, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. This is yeah. what I do. So I'm going to be willing to go, fine, I'll do it. Because I was that way too. Fine, I'll download the app. I'll do it. Like Again, not the best energy and intention going into starting it, but it's like, I'll do it. And it's like, if that's all it takes to get you going, it's like, fine, I'll do it. Cool. Because you took a step. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, let's take a step and let's take a step. Like That's part of how I designed the course is like, hey, in the beginning, let's get you used to the app. Let's talk about what's your bio, your profile, your username. What should you yeah. post about? Let's talk about how you post your first video. Let's talk about doing this. So like, again, some of that stuff is going to be, you're like, oh, okay, I got that. And some of these are going to be like, wow, I had no idea. Like, yeah. I've got some little Dude, nuggets I'm, in there. I'm, I'm always pumped, like, bro. I'm pumped. And, uh, you know, we, we totally could Joe Rogan this thing and, <laughs> and just go for four hours forever. But my people will be like, uh, what are we doing? This is just what put this do. on 1.5 speed and just so, let it rip. So dude, that, this has been incredible. I can't wait to jump into this journey and, and have all the data to show to people that, that, that what you're doing is, is freaking legit. And, um, man, it's, it's opening doors for people to keep changing lives, which is what I love, which I know is what you love, which is what made us love each other. And so, uh, dude, how, like, what are the best ways for people to find you? We'll put all this in the show notes. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously if you want to go learn and just, again, you're like, I'm not going to buy this guy's course. So I'm just going to rip off what he does. Just go to my TikTok and do it. It's fine. It's just all of my handles for Instagram and TikTok are at the migraine doc. Instagram is the easiest place still to interact in the DMs. Yeah. So like slide into my DMs. I yeah. don't like TikToks necessarily, but that's also because if I leave my DMs open, I get like a hundred messages a day. So there's another strategy there, which again, we'll get into the profile. Like you okay. technically get people to go from TikTok to Instagram. So now I'm getting you to follow me on both there you go. and message me. So yeah. there's a whole, oh, you can't message me over here, but you can over here. Um, but Instagram is going to be the easiest place. That's where you've got access to all that. I've got links in my bio that has access to all the stuff. Um, let's say that you want to set up a time with me, but it has nothing to do with my yeah. stuff. It has to do with social media. Like you could technically do that and just let me know, Hey man, I saw Kyle's thing and I wanted to talk to you. It's like, it's fine. I will always set aside time to it. talk with people and try to be able to help. But I would say Instagram and TikTok are the easiest ways. You can just follow me over there. You can always shoot me a DM. Uh, I work my hardest to try to get back to those. And again, stay on me. If I'm not, it's totally fine. Comment on my stuff. Bug Come me, to me guys. If he's yeah. not responding, you let me know. You get him. There we go. I'll go get him. Well, bro, <laughs> dude, thank you for coming on, man. This has been this is this has been so cool, and uh, I can't wait to tell this this ninety day story. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Don't go. Don't just go do a video. You better get your butt out there three times if you want to get some growth happening. So, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back real soon with another cool person, probably not a doctor, with a cool story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.